Hi, welcome to Ben David Evangelistic Ministries. My name is Pastor David Dewagat and I want to invite us to the first episode uh, of the ministries uh, this year. I just want you to please like the page as you also watch and get blessed and share with your friends. I believe these are critical conversations that we are having. I want to share with us five pillars of a godly relationship. Everybody keeps asking, what are the components of a godly relationship? What does it mean to have a godly relationship? Is it that you guys pray together? Is it that you guys, you know, uh, just go for services at the prayer meetings and cashers uh, and uh, conferences together? What really is a, is a godly relationship? And I want to share with us five things that I believe are the five pillars of a godly relationship. Number one, um, prayer. Number two, purpose. Number three, people. Number four, purity. And number five, principles. I will take us through all these five areas. But I want to begin by quoting a scripture uh, in Amos 3, 3, where it asks, how can two walk together unless they agree? How can two walk together unless they agree? What does it mean? Uh, there has to be a connection that happens. And so there is, the, there is the chemistry, there is the knowledge of this person, getting to understand them, getting to like them, that brings you to the place where you begin to now journey together in agreement. You don't just meet somebody and say, okay, I think we need to start dating. There is an agreement of spirit, there's an agreement of mind, there's an agreement of mission. And so these five areas I want to break down for us will kind of help us talk about what it means to agree. Um... The Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 19 also says two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, one will lift his companion. But woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up. Again, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. How can one be warm alone? Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him, and a threefold cord it is not quickly broken and so this just talks about the benefits and the blessings of being in relationship and i know people have some people have gone through such hard things in relationship they're like me i'm done relationships <laughs> but let's talk about these five pillars number one uh a godly relationship and we're talking about a godly relationship begins in prayer why prayer because it's that place of prayer where you ask God, is this the one or should we wait for another? It's where you begin, when you begin to medley the feelings that you have with the will of God that he has for your life. Because feelings can be quite flaky. I mean, we, we almost get attracted every day to one different one or another different person. But then to move from those feelings, sifting through the feelings, one of the great filters of feelings is prayer. Okay? And just asking God, is this the person you want me to walk with? Is this your will for my life? And it, it, it is as simple as when you are asking about your future, about your, your studies and all that. Uh, a relationship is not a mild thing because it involves another human being. The choice of a career is you and your papers. The choice of where to live, it's you and the amount of money you have to pay for rent or buy a house. The choice of, you know, many other things in life do not involve a second person with a will, with a plan for their own lives, with a purpose that they want to accomplish in life. And so you coming to a place where you're asking yourself, yes, God, I like this person, but God, there are so many things I don't know that I need to be able to confirm through prayer. 
and that your spirit may reveal to me. So the first pillar is prayer. Is your relationship founded in prayer? Why is it important? Because there are times when the storms will come in a relationship and you need to ask yourself, Lord, did you speak or did I just have a good meal on that day? Number two, a good relationship and a godly relationship. Pillar number two is founded on purpose. And I've touched a bit of that in the first aspect of prayer. But am I aligned with this person's desires in life? Do we have a, a rooted common vision? Is there something that brings us together in terms of, our, of what we want to achieve in this life? In terms of our goals in life? In terms of our interests in life? Is there something that brings us together? Is there a congruence in the vision? There's one guy who was saying, uh, in his experience, he met a girl who really loved the fine things of life and wanted to be in the city. He, on the other hand, was a missionary to the core. He wanted to go in Garbatula, Moyale, those corners of the world where you go and it's hardship upon hardship. And that's what struck him as ministry and life for himself. And so he had to ask himself a question. How do I align the city person and the village person, the rough and tumble person? And eventually they broke up because they realized this will either break him to live in the city or will break her to live in the hardship areas. And so is your vision, is your purpose aligned? Number three, people. And yes, we can say how can two work together unless they agree, but the agreement is not just between you and him or you and her. It comes to the place of what are the other people around you saying about your relationship? Are they supporting? This is about accountability. This is about guidance. This is about also people who can be able to say, this is it, this is not it. When I was dating my wife, actually before we started dating, I asked a number of people, what do you think about her? Not because I didn't have an opinion, but because the, the, in, the, in the multitude of counsel, there is wisdom. And so the people who will look and say, you know what, that girl is good, but there's one, two, three things. Or oh, this guy is cool, but hey, look out for this. And I remember there are guys who just told me straight up, I'll meet a girl and um, we start chatting and we get a bit cozy and we are talking and talking. And then somebody just comes and tells you, but they are karada. <laughs> and they're like, I have no reason to feel there's something wrong with her, but there's somebody who has an insight or a foresight or has a history that just tells him, no, here you're, you're playing with fire. So being able to listen for such counsel. And so, people around you, your family has a voice. Yes, we live father and mother and cleave to our spouse, but let me tell you the reality is that your family is so intertwined with you that every relationship you are in, you are all in as a family. Number four, uh, uh, the other pillar of a godly relationship is purity. We are bound by purity. Say we are bound by prayer, we are bound by purpose, we are bound by people, and we are bound by purity. Now this is where the rubber meets the road. It doesn't matter how much prayer you put in place. If you are not walking in uprightness in that relationship, that means sexual purity, that means mental purity, squeeze out on chazama games online, sexting and all that. Unless I keep myself pure from this, and wait until the consummation on the day of the wedding. Atakama God and Kupatiya pass. Na prayer and fasting zote. 
say uko nje why because you broken faith and people say oh but you know we have already agreed we know each other we're going to get married anyway <laughs> if you cannot be faithful to god who can see you whether night or day how will you be faithful to a woman who cannot see you when you take a corner out of your house and so people get tested on faithfulness not after they get married you get tested on faithfulness when you're in your dating days and what was not in the root will never be in the fruit if you didn't cultivate the virtues of faithfulness so that you can say how can i do this against you and I, and above all how can i do this against god like joseph asked and keeping yourself pure guarding yourself not because you must but because it is valuable it is a treasure that you bring into your marriage and so purity binds this relationship so prayer our godly relationship is founded on prayer it is rooted in purpose it is surrounded by people it is bound it is protected it is safeguarded by purity I don't think there is a relationship in this world that will survive the test of impurity, the test of affairs, the test of of infidelity. In fact, go to every FM station. You will not hear anybody say, "Oh, I have a good husband who gives his money away to people and also gives to us." There is nobody who complains about that. Oh, I is so generous. Where the problem is in it comes to the area of purity. What is he generous with? <laughs> What is he using his generosity to do? That is the question. It's a question of purity. And then number five, the five pillar of a godly relationship is a relationship that stands on principles. Now I know this is interconnected with all of this in one way or another, but I want to just outline it on its own principles. What principles? are you standing by how can two walk together unless they agree agree on what what values do we uphold what faith do we have and sometimes you meet people who say oh but you know he's not born again but you know me i just love him he's such a deep guy you don't have the same belief so do your children stay at home on a sunday or do they go to church do they do they become muslim or do they become hindu or do they become christian Yes, it sounds rosy and easy when you're dating. Oh, he's a, I like this 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 Hindu guy. He's so nice. He's just bangra special. But let me ask you, when push comes to shove and this man now is raising his children, do you think he'll allow you to take them to the church or do you think she'll allow you to take them to the mosque? It sounds rosy at the beginning. And so principles, what things do I live by? What do I accept as right? When people talk about corruption, am I okay with bribing a policeman or is it wrong? And what if your spouse has no interest, does not care? He will give the money and keep going. He will bribe left, right, center, get his papers, get his things. Is that how you want to live? On the blood of corruption. And so the principles are crucial. This is what your value, this is what your relationship stands on. They have to be anchored in the word of God. My son, pay attention to my words. Do not let them depart from your heart. Paul, uh, uh, this wise man Solomon tells his child in uh, in 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 in, a, in uh, Proverbs chapter four from verse sixteen. 
their life to those who find them and health to a man's whole body. And keeping them is great reward. And so you're not just walking into a relationship with a beautiful girl or a handsome guy. You're walking into a relationship with a value system, with the principle of, of things they want to do, with a spiritual uh, desire or a spiritual anchor that they have. And all these things play into the sum total of what this relationship is going to be or look like. Yes, two are better than one. <laughs> but two divided people are worse than one person who has a plan in their, their life. It's like having two drivers in a bus. And this one is putting reverse and this one is putting gear four. And this other one is turning left and this one is turning right. You will have a, It doesn't matter how great the vehicle is. You will have an accident. The two must agree. Amen? And so the five pillars of a godly relationship again begins... In prayer it's founded in prayer it is rooted in purpose it is surrounded by people it is bound by purity and it is sustained or it stands on principles may the Lord bless you may the Lord help you to sift through these five areas even as you think oh may just want to have a good time on Valentine's Day it is not just about could you enjoy it's not just about meeting and greeting and hanging out if those relationships are going to bear valuable fruit for you then they had better be founded now let me finish with this dating is not a game I know many people have talked about the dating game. It is not a game. Another human being's life is not something to play with. A ball is a game. Uh, rugby is... You can bang each other running out there and almost half kill each other. But a human soul, a heart, fragile as it is, is not part of your game. The only plausible reason why you get into a relationship, and I will say this and say it emphatically, is because you see marriageable material in that man, marriageable material in that woman. That this woman can make a wife, this man can make a husband. Easy if it was a kusema, oh, I'm just trying out. Friend, you don't try out with a heart. There is no spare parts for broken hearts. There is no repair shop for, for broken emotions. There is no <laughs> repair shop for wounded egos and people are walking around scarred broken wounded because they failed to acknowledge this one thing that a relationship is not a hobby is not a sport is not a game may the lord help you to make solid decisive decisions insightful talk to people pray about it seek to know the purpose Declare your stand from the beginning so that when you get into this thing, you get into it ready and in health and blessed. May the Lord watch over you. May the Lord keep you safe and sound. May the Lord keep you from the dramas that are relationships in this day so that you can stand on the other side and say, you know what? This is how I met your mother. <laughs> God bless you. My name is Pastor David Wagata, and it's been nice hanging out with you today. Cheers. God bless.